The United Nations has accused China of serious human rights violations, which could constitute crimes against humanity in a long-awaited report into allegations of abuse in Xinjiang province. China had urged the UN not to release the report, calling it a farce, arranged by Western powers. The report assesses claims of abuse against Uyghur Muslims and other ethnic minorities, uncovering a pattern of mass detentions and credible evidence of torture. It found evidence of arbitrary and discriminatory detention, which may constitute international crimes, in particular crimes against humanity, and violations of reproductive rights. The Minister of Foreign Affairs, Nanaya Mahuta, was unavailable for an interview on Midday Report, but earlier I spoke to National's Foreign Affairs spokesperson, Jerry Brownlee. It's good that it acknowledges that there has been a, a terrorism problem uh, in uh, the particular part of China that... that uh, uh, the focus of this report is on. Uh, and then a discussion about uh, the, the various laws that are being applied. Uh, I have to say that if you read the description of the anti-terrorist laws that uh, are operational uh, in China, they're not dissimilar to anti-terrorism law descriptions that we have uh, here in New Zealand and many other parts of the world. I think it's the implementation of those laws and the consequences of uh or for people who are caught up in that. Uh, that is the issue here. And if you look at the uh, recommendations that are made by the um, UN body, uh, I hope that China is a, you know, an important country in the world, one that is going to have a, a greater influence on the world in, in the next uh, few decades and beyond, uh, that they will engage uh, appropriately uh, to have a look at some of those recommendations. Mm. They, we haven't seen a statement quite yet from them, but they have always refused or rejected these allegations. And in terms of, of how New Zealand should respond, what should the, the government be seen to be doing as a response to this report? Well, I think encouraging uh, China to recognise their uh, importance as a, uh, one of the Security Council members, someone who has a, a country that has a veto over much of the UN's operations, uh, to recognise that they do have uh, a, a, an important ongoing future role and to engage uh, appropriately with uh, the recommendations. I mean, in any of these reports, there'll be recommendations that uh, governments will reject, but there'll be others that they think, OK, we can we can have a look at it. And I think the um, recognition by the other report that they are dealing with a uh, um, uh, terrorist problem, essentially, um, is is helpful in getting some sort of a, a better arrangement for people whose human rights are being uh, constrained. Mm. Our biggest trade partner, though, obviously, China. What needs to change or should anything change in terms of our FTA with China based on these quite serious findings? Well, yeah, look, I think um, remember, too, that this is... Uh, a discussion about one province in China. China's a very big country, 1.4 billion people. Uh, and so for us to say, well, um, because there is something happening here that is, is not in line with what we would expect in our country, uh, that we can have uh, no contact or no trade with uh, China would be, I think, uh, somewhat uh, of an excessive step. But I think continuing to make the statements that we do whenever we have the opportunities, uh, that we don't condone the uh, lack of human rights that, that, that uh, are being exhibited in, uh, in provinces like Xinjiang.
uh, but, but recognise too that they're a country dealing with a problem internally uh, and that the, the, the starting point is not similar to where we start with counter-terrorism as well. Is there scope, though, to look into not importing anything from Xinjiang? I don't think so. I think that would be a, uh, a fairly pernicious action, even though our, our um, imports are likely to be very, very small from Xinjiang, uh, against the people who, who are trying to improve their lives there. Uh, trade is a very important thing. And I think it is, uh, in the end, it can be a great tool for the discussions that are needed around uh, you know, a, a, a more, um, I suppose, a compatible view of human rights. Mm. Does this report further strengthen the case for a broader autonomous sanctions regime that the government has signalled into looking at further, obviously voting down your, your member's bill, um, forgive me, last year I think it was. Is the government dragging the chain on, on this area? Oh, look, I think one of the interesting things is that uh, New Zealand does set an independent uh, foreign policy. Uh, a lot of our foreign policy is consistent with um, countries that, you know, a lot of our population have come from. Uh, but uh, essentially, we do have our own view on things. And I think um, having an independent uh, or, or a, a, an autonomous sanctions regime that went a lot further than just the Russia sanctions bill that the government passed last year would be useful in these circumstances. But I'm, I'm not suggesting that we rush to that uh, in any great hurry as a result of this report. I think our efforts should be at a diplomatic level, encouraging China as uh, such a big and influential country uh, to take heed of the uh, recommendations that are in here, work through uh, what they can, uh, and hopefully uh, change a few things as, as we progress. And that was National Party Foreign Affairs spokesperson Jerry Brownlee. And as I said earlier, Foreign Affairs Minister Nanaya Mahuta was unavailable, but her office said they will be making a statement on this shortly.